And now, it's time for Wilner's. Hi, and welcome to Wilner's. This is episode 78. I'm Chuck. And I'm Todd. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. And I finally spent money on pants. For the first time ever? First time ever. Instead of getting them out of a dumpster. Were you kicked out of the Strom uh, Troopers forum for that? Mm, no, no, but I can never own a KLR again. <laughs> well, okay, what'd you spend money on pants well, for? You know how I got the Falstaff jacket and I was just in love with it? Yes. Still am. Oh, you didn't. I bought the pants. Oh. <laughs> Those things are direly expensive. Yeah. And the funny thing about the Falstaff pants, too, is I called and ordered them and they didn't quite go, oh my God, here you guys, come on, here's someone order those pants. <laughs> But there's that sense, you know. Um, so they're like, okay, well, we're about six weeks out. I'm like, six weeks out? They're like, yeah, we got to make them. I was like, really? They're like, yeah, we have a uh, we have a pair of black ones in too small a size for you. I'm like, uh, pass. <laughs> we have to make them. We got to make them. We, we got to go stalk the animal whose hide we're using. They're made of cotton, you jackass. I don't know. They got to they gotta stalk the cotton plant. There it is. Okay, real quiet. All right, here's a beautiful one. All right, get get out the scissors. Snip, snip, snip. We got them! We got them! Yeah, now, for what you're paying for them, wouldn't you feel better if that was the actual truth? Yeah, oddly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, buying six, those. Six to eight weeks? Six weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, I will report back with a full report on them when I get them. I'm very, very, very excited. You've got an outfit worth more than your bike now. Uh, not quite. Not for another year. <laughs> Is that including the gloves and the helmet and boots? Yes. Okay. So another year? Yeah. yeah another year. <laughs> and, then. and then not so much. <laughs> uh, In fairness, the outfit now, since it's wax cotton, is about as greasy as my bike. <laughs> no, that's actually, I found that to be total BS. People talk about wax cotton being funny smelling and greasy. Yeah. How could you tell? It didn't seem like it to me. <laughs> we have drinks. We have drinks. Continuing the uh, twisted shot the theme. Twisted adventure shots. Now we have chocolate. These are whisted, whipped chocolate. Mm-hmm. Whoosh. There we go. Bottoms up. It's ooh. Oh, it actually smells okay. Yeah. yeah like pudding. Yeah, that's exactly what it smells like. It tastes like pudding and cheap vodka. <laughs> I went up my nose. Warning, <coughs> warning, don't get it up your nose. Oh, God. <coughs> so apparently you should pour this in your mouth. <coughs> Tipped back too far. Nice work on that one. Ouch. You can't even drink correctly. <coughs> <laughs> ah, beautiful. Oh, God. Well, I don't know. I have to say it's better than the orange one. By by a substantial margin, it's about as good as the uh, the caram- caramel one, buttery nipple one I had yeah. last time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like them. Yeah, they're I'm, all right. I'm okay with throwing them into uh, a tailback. It's better than nothing. I'm not I'm not super excited about them to be perfectly honest. I'd rather have some fancy whiskey in a flask, but you know. <laughs> well, you go get your flask. <laughs> it's, it's it's up at my house. <laughs> what do we got here? We got this. Okay, sounds good. And boy, do we need some drinks for tonight, Chuck. 
<clears throat> we have a we have a lot. We have a lot. We have we have. Should we just go classified ads that will drive you to drink? Should we go right into the classifieds? Dear God, do we have to? They're a little scary. Let us start with Fargo. <clears throat> okay, North Dakota. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> uh, it's a hybrid motorcycle for fifteen hundred dollars. Okay. Hi. I have a 2,000-something hybrid motorcycle. I'll have to call me or my dad for more info. I don't have no the spec. He does. He got a four grab present for me, and I need to sell it by the end of the month because I got fines to pay <laughs> for the lowest I'll take is uh, 1075 but I want 1500 for it. If you can help, I'd, I'd appreciate it. Can I can I just point out if anyone who offers this guy more than ten seventy five needs their head examined? <laughs> hey, hey, call my house and I'll get all the info. Runs clear title. Uh, do exhaust. Uh, it's a nice clean bike. It's black and white with with gray stripes. It's dirty, but uh, there's only a, a problem here. There's a little damage on the headlight. Nothing really bad. Really bad, fixable. Wait, I wonder how that got there. <laughs> I wonder if it damaged the rest of the bike. I'm sure not. I, I have pictures, and you can come take a look at it whenever I'm up. Almost all hours, so. Hence the fines. Feel free to call. If I don't answer, leave a call back. And name, please, number. I'd like if you call in the afternoon. Because that's when I wake up. But uh, we'll get a hold of you anytime. Thanks for looking. And I have more pictures. They won't let me upload. So just call and I'll use my cousin's cell to send you pics. <laughs> wow. Thanks. Um, I appreciate I, help. For, hey, I, I, so, did I met a 2000 show? Hey, hi, Bert. <laughs> so I graduated from high school. I got this bike to- <laughs> Dad buys him a bike. He wakes up at afternoon. That's what he wants you to call. Who's calling the afternoon, kids? I've been out drinking all night. It's all the fines. I'm real sleepy. You guys. So sleepy. I really had a bad hangover. Can you talk quiet? I know I have a cell phone. Use my cousin's cell. Here's a number. It's not me. Hey. What's a hybrid? It's a hybrid. It's a Hibbert? What is that? I'm assuming it's a no-name Chinese bike. That's what okay. it looks like. Yeah. It, appears to, it could say Hibbert on the tank, but it's really hard to tell because the picture is so blurry. Uh, let's see what else we got for picture. Let's see. Uh, that uh, could oh, that, be a, yeah, your... That's a headlight that's clearly been smashed into the ground. <laughs> and uh, well, oh, yeah, it's Hibbert. QH250. Oh, my 3A. God. It's a Nighthawk knockoff. Look at that engine. Just imagine it says Honda on the side of it. Oh, oh yeah. That's uh, yeah. a complete Nighthawk knockoff. Instead, it says Hibbert. Hibbert. Which is sort of like Nighthawk. Sort of. Mm. <laughs> Hi, bird. You know, I'm not sure I feel comfortable talking to this person on the phone. <laughs> How'd the motorcycle get that scrape on it? What? I wasn't drunk. <laughs> I wasn't impounded or nothing. I'm up all hours. It's a, it's a, the bike's bronze. Clear title. <laughs> Dual exhaust. Clean bike. Like a Nighthawk, but shitty. I'd like 1500 but you could have it for 1075 Because that's what my fines are. <laughs> Want to pay me 1500 That'd be cool. <laughs> be your best friend. Show up at your house 3 o'clock in the morning with a bottle of Jack. <laughs> Every night. <laughs> and cry to you about it. <laughs> Nobody likes me. Can I take my bike out for a ride? 
I got a date. <laughs> oh my god! I got this. Oh, it's cool. <laughs> I it's, I my QH two fifty. I I I A. It's not a Nighthawk rebadged and made by Chinese people. That's a lot of words in a sentence. <laughs> the funny thing about this is there's no punctuation anywhere. <laughs> it looks like the entire thing was written on a cell phone, but we know it wasn't. Why? It's my cousin's cell phone. <laughs> you know what that number is? That's a payphone down there. <laughs> you know, no, it's a payphone in a bar. <laughs> He's 21 and just graduated. <laughs> Jimmy, it's for you. Hey, cool. <laughs> hey, guy. You want to buy my bike? No, we're calling to collect some money. I, I'm not here right Sorry, now. Sorry, I'm not here. Please, <laughs> 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 Oh, Jimmy. That didn't work the last time I called you, Jimmy. <laughs> it's not going to work this time either. No, speak the English. <laughs> hey, Pablo, come here and talk to this guy. Tell him I'm not English. <laughs> oh, man. If there was ever a bike likely to have some horrible secret history, it is this bike. Oh, moving on. Moving on. I mean, it, it, okay, that, that had to be like the low point, right? Okay, so this is a 1976 Honda CB750 Supersport for $4,500. What? Beautiful 1976 Honda CB750 Supersport. Runs great with new tires. Not a thing needed, except for a lot more money. Under 1,500 miles original. Set up as a cafe-style bike. Too many ads to list. <laughs> One would hope. Ready to ride and for the warm weather. 4500 bucks. So I, I wanted to bring this up. Now, it's nice and clean and it's in really good shape. Yeah, it's a beautiful bike. Unfortunately, it's a 1976 Honda. <laughs> which, you know, is a bit of a problem. <laughs> Being uh, as it's a 1976 Honda. Versus? Those 1977s, they kicked ass. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, well. This is a UJM that's clean. It's a cafe racing UJM. Yeah, so it's that time of year, Chuck. Yeah. It's the time of year when everybody who made a bobber project wants to sell it for triple what it's worth. Why am I trying to suck through my chopstick? Um, Because you're already drunk. Mm. See? These ads drive you to drink. One would hope. Don't drink, kids. Stay in school. Mm -hmm. Oh, there it is with Kickstart. And... Yep. Yeah, wow. I mean, it's it's nice. It's not $4,500 nice. <laughs> Fuck no. No. <laughs> and this is, it's this time of year, man. The the the, the bobbers and cafe bike. This is totally cool. Let's, see, look at, let's, let, let's examine the car behind it. It appears to be one of those D-bag Lexuses yeah. with the red uh, brake calipers that are bright red instead of, you know, just brake caliper color. Yeah, yeah. You pay the extra 20 bucks so you have red brake calipers and everybody nah, knows. They probably unmounted them and painted them and then put them back on. Oh, you hadn't thought of that. We used yeah. to do that in the Mustang Club. Yeah, make it look fancy. Yeah. Yeah. Douche. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's sad because yeah. it's true. Yeah, this one was just, it, 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 no. Just no. You know. How much would you pay for this bike? If there were like three bikes. Th this bike, half that or less. It's in amazing shape, so maybe 1500 mm -hmm. But, you know, it's still 1976. <laughs> I don't care if it's really great. It's got 1,500 original miles on it. It took me a year to put that on a bike. Okay? It's got vintage cred. The bike is older than I am. With a uh, new age feel? Mm, no. 
No, it's got nothing. It's got crappy little uh, cafe bars, which are going to make it a real bastard to ride. Yep. It's got the awesome 1976 brakes. That's one pot on each wheel for those who are keeping track. Yep. Um, they, they create a faint sensation of deceleration. But it's got too many ads to list. Like mm-hmm. possibly brake pads. Mm-hmm. Yes. It doesn't look like he's – I mean the seat looks – Oh, no. I'm not saying it's not in good shape. The seat looks uh, – The seat's just a flat pan to give it that cafe look. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it, this bike is all about looks and that's it. Well, you know, hipsters buy bikes. That's what I hear, Chuck. We'll talk about that later. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. So it's a disturbing a disturbing trend that's beginning this time of year. Look for the bobbers and don't buy them. <laughs> At least not for that much. Mm-mm. All right. So next up. <laughs> wow. This is uh, – speaking of bobbers from Minimalist wait, Bikes. I need to drink. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Here oh, we go. Oh, Lord. This is a 94 Ninja 500 Project bike, $1,500. Also a ripoff. I don't want to sell it. My wife say I have to. She don't want, won't it sitting in the garage. No more. All it needs is some fearings and mirrors and a gas tank. And my buddies say it need a tune-up because I'll it be sitting for 17 years with gas in it. <laughs> It's not gas anymore. <laughs> and we hooked it up to his big diesel trooch and with it ruining to jam more amps into it case he says that might make it turn over. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. We smell plastic burning. So we stop it. Probably just a fuss. I, I paid 2000 for it, so I know this bike is worth more than I be asking for it, so don't be lowballing me. Bro. <laughs> if it don't sale, I just keep it and fix <laughs> Oh, Oh, one more thing. It don't have no tittle. Owner didn't pay off loan at banks, so they didn't give it to him. He say you can go ask them, and they will just give it to you because North Carolina say it been more than 15 years. <laughs> they write it off anyway and just give you the tittle. Any questions, just ask me. I know it won't last long. Because <laughs> it's going to fall apart. <laughs> so please hurry if you really want it. The screws aren't going to hold much longer. <laughs> i just like to I just like to review a few key points of this bike. <laughs> it be sitting for 17 years with gas in it. Not gas anymore. And we hooked it up to his big diesel trench <laughs> to jam more amps into it. Because that's how you Because that's how you a make bike. a bike turnover. <laughs> Don't worry, we smell plastic burning and stop it. We need more power. Well, it's probably just a fuss. <laughs> wow, I, I, hang on. This bike has no hint of plastic, a headlight, uh, the forks appear to be bent, uh, the seat's not attached, there's no rear cowling. I don't know what the hell's going under there, but there's wires everywhere. Is that fan holding it up? Um, no, I think the fan's probably just next to it because it's in a shed full of Keeping crap. It, and there's like a, it looks like there's a good bike behind it. Yeah, there's an actual okay bike behind it. Um, <laughs> this is truly a, uh, a monstrosity. <laughs> Wait, is there no radiator? <laughs> No, the radiator's missing. See the hose hanging out there? <laughs> Wait, is it hanging out or is it like uh, it's, No, it's attached to the radiator, but it's not attached to the bike. That's weird. Oh. Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> so, um, you know, 
I suppose if you have a big diesel trutch and you can put more amps in it. <laughs> well, maybe if we just plug it into the wall. More amps in it! <laughs> Your bike doesn't have enough amps in it, Chuck. <laughs> you take a can of amp and you, and you pour it in the tank. It's just like the guy with the NOS. It couldn't hurt this bike any more than it already is. Ninja 500 Project Bike. It's a Project R. <laughs> Hasn't been in for 17... Wait a second. You know what? He he misplaced his decimal point in the price. Mm, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> 15 bucks. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be $15. <laughs> Clearly. I paid 2000 for it because I'm a giant idiot. <laughs> and can't do math. <laughs> Chuck, it won't last long. (laughs) You thought that other guy was text typing? This is... uh, Oh, my God. I... I... No, How? this this hurts. <laughs> this, I, I I I I just glanced at this five times in a row, and each Every time, time it's a misspelled word. I I. <laughs> they didn't pay off the loan at the bank, so they didn't give it to him. But you could just go get out. Just give so it this to bike you is now. technically stolen. Just give it to you. <laughs> no, it's not stolen. Not stolen. Fifteen years. They'll just give right. you the title now. Yeah, they won't be like, oh, stolen property. <laughs> oh, hi, officer. You, oh, no. <laughs> you go give me that title right now because you've been past 15 years in North Carolina says it belonged to me now. Ooh. I done paid $15 for this bike. Do you know how many amps I jammed into this bike? <laughs> <laughs> we plucked it up and put more amps in it. It almost turned no, over. No, they jammed more amps in it, Chuck. Hey, hey jam, we jammed any amps. We, we were jamming. You give me that title now, city boy. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I drove all the way out here from Fayetteville. You don't make me go back empty-handed. I... <laughs> Please hurry. It's not going to last long at this price. This <laughs> is fall right apart. That's so okay. awesome. It's, 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 it is truly amazing. I mean, it can't. We, there can't possibly be anything even more ridiculous than that, right? We've got two. Two? Okay. Two for the price of one. <clears throat> Let me read the first one, which was by Lance. 2008 Suzuki Boulevard 800 C50. Are you selling the bike? Yes. Immaculate condition. Is it up yet? Yes, it's up. You better get that bike sold. 6,500 miles. I bought that sewing machine. Recent oil change. Two-tone charcoal gray color. Detachable windshield. I don't hear you typing! I told you it's on the computer! This bike is in showroom condition. Titles in hand. Call Lance. Clearly I have to take things into my own hands and put my own ad up. What are you doing in there? Nothing! Shut up! Go back to football. 2008 Suzuki Boulevard 800 C50. What are you doing? My husband has this listed as well. Are you talking about me? <coughs> Shut up. But I'm thinking he isn't quite as motivated to sell it as he should be. They don't need to know that. Smiley face. He has loved this bike more than me. And has ridiculously babied it. Unlike me. But needs to sell it now because he has surpassed his toy limit and our budget. We talk about it. He will be happy to meet you at a reasonable distance. Who's this who? Known as any. <laughs> call text me for the best deal ever. Or call Lance. No. Who actually has the information titling keys. 
Meet you anywhere. <laughs> this brings whole new meaning to wife sale. Oh, wow. Wow. <sighs> call Lance. <laughs> no, call Lance. <laughs> Lance standing by. <laughs> Poor Lance. Oh. oh, Lance, we're so sorry, man. It's a you know, it's a pretty bike. I'm she just... has better pictures up than Lance too. <laughs> we'll use this one and this one and this one. And did you cover the picture of my face with this one? <laughs> no, dear. <sighs> oh man. Mm-hmm. So, now, it's entirely yeah. possible that she doesn't want to buy the sewing machine, and in fact, he went out and bought the bike like an idiot instead of buying groceries. <laughs> or it's possible that both people are completely unreasonable because obviously they're fighting about a stupid motorcycle mm. when there are much more interesting and important things in life to fight about. The, the price is good. It is good. And it's it's reasonable. Mm-hmm. It's a nice bike. Good for all sorts of stuff. I got a feeling if you were to call her direct, she would make you a better offer. <laughs> I think that might happen. Yes. Yes. Or you can, you know, call Lance. Poor Lance. Poor Lance. Uh, poor Lance. Let's see. We got more. More? There can't possibly be more than this. Tell me about this one. Well, uh, you know, the, one of the most popular things these days is... Uh, <clears throat> Tadpole trikes, and not to be outdone, the Chinese are getting in on the action with the candy spider. This is not a trap <laughs> in that, West Valley, Utah. That, not a trap. That uh, that picture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That looks kind of like a spider. A little bit, like a can am. A little bit, yes. Yeah. But like a can am, as seen through the vision of a Chinese person going for minimum. Cost. Let's uh, let's review the uh, specifics. Mm. 2010 candy spider, not a trap. 250 cc. Uh. Very fast. This bike has been well maintained and has very low miles because it's nearly impossible to get something this heavy with 250 cc's anywhere. With only 1,250 miles on it, there is practically no R. <laughs> Brand new tires tune up and starts instantly ready to ride. Come give it a try. Exclamation point. See you soon. So that looks like it might be almost a full-size spider. It's like a bizarro world spider. Yeah, but with a 250cc motor. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. I mean, spiders are heavy. I would also point out that I'm not 100%. Give me a different view of the front steering because I think that might be a swivel steer. No, it does, in fact, have rack and pinion um, with linkage rods. Um, now, would it have all the cool electronics that the Can-Am has? Well, it has turn signals left and right, uh, and a light in the back that uh, turns on uh, extra bright when you're braking. Um, um, also, no, wait for it. Also, in the front, there are lights that uh, project on the road in front of you. So, more than one. So it's very, very electronical. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And as you can see, it's uh, futuristic and, uh, you know, modern styling. With uh, um, what looked to be cheesy uh, Chinese uh, turn signals hung on the uh, on the fenders, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, <laughs> it's pretty fancy. Um, so this is a, a scooter, <laughs> not necessarily. This is obviously a candy spider. Spiders are the thing now. But I haven't mean, you seen all of the marketing that Can Am has done for these people? I have. Can Am's been really 
pushing generous candy spiders with their yeah marketing for this thing. It's nice of them to let them use that name for it too. Uh, yeah, I bet it really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm sure this is just as good, but much more economical. Uh, it's definitely cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, a really high-end spider is, is almost ten times this much for the touring model. Yeah. And you, you get this, and you put, like, an action packer on the back of it, and you basically got a touring spider. For a picture? <laughs> no, no, you can go anywhere on it. Yeah? As long as it's not too fast, or that's, you don't go around corners too quickly. That's, or... that's not a trap. No, no, it's not a trap. Candy spider, now available. Uh, I think I, 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 oh man, I just feel ill from this mm. week's Blast of Lights. Uh, buyer beware, it's that time of year. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, let's see, we got... You know what actually that reminds me of? What? You know those like fake versions of the Disney movies at supermarkets that yeah. they put there as basically grandma traps to yeah, move yeah, yeah. in? They're like five grandma. bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll be like, you know, Peter Pam... <laughs> kind of thing or you know that kind of thing Jaladin and the weenie yes exactly <laughs> oh wait that was at a different store that's a store. different store <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it, it's like that it's the it's the, the the whatever it is version of that great yeah they, they're getting into trap. The, the trend I want a spider grandma I got you a spider you're the greatest grandson ever it's... what the <laughs> hell is this <laughs> <laughs> Grandma got this for my graduation present, but I need to pay some fines. <laughs> I'm I'm always tempted to just like get these classified people and cross their information. <laughs> <laughs> just to screw with them. Hey, you got a bike to train? <laughs> yeah, no tittle. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> No tittle, no problem. <laughs> Come on now, it's worth a lot more than that. <laughs> Man. Uh, uh, yeah. So uh, apparently women are riding motorcycles these days. Yes. Uh, All the time. Our friend, Shoes and everything. Our friend Joanne, the gear chick, mm-hmm. has started a, a podcast, podcast of, of her own. own with her friend. Take that, the Us. gear d- shit. <laughs> it's called Motorific. It's a terrific motorcycle podcast, TM. Motorific.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, they're up to episode three. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they're talking about motorcycle stuff and uh, women's gear from Clem and Revit. And uh, yeah. So uh, thoughts on pink motorcycle gear. Is it offensive? Only to the eye. Um, let's see. Their most used tag so far is marketing. <laughs> huh. That's. I don't know. Peculiar. Yeah. But uh, so be it. But hey, that's pretty cool. Hey. Hopefully, I, you know, maybe Drawing will still come on our show. This is obviously an already saturated market. Clearly. Yes, where everyone is making lots of money. <clears throat> Wait, what? Were you, are you holding out on me again? I'm thinking everyone else. No. Oh. I mean, I'm assuming. Well, I, I did hear that the Pace guys bought that burrito. A burrito? A whole burrito. Like like with, with beans and everything? And sauce. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow, I can't even imagine. Yeah. I mean, we could eat for hours. Wow, I wouldn't be hungry every evening. There would be no sawdust. Oh. What would that be like? I kind of miss the sawdust. I like it with ketchup. (laughs) A little ketchup soup with sawdust in. Yeah, just to give it a little little tang. But yeah, so uh, Women Motorcycling Podcast. I will be honest, I haven't listened to it yet because I just found out about it. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's pretty cool. I've seen them talking about it on Facebook. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know. 
Hopefully we can still get Joanne to come on every now and then as a guest. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll bring her guest. Her, her co-host guest, guest person. She'll, we'll have her as a guest and Joanne will have her co-host as a guest. It'll be like a, a multi-guest thing. And now on the other end will be the pace. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like it. It'll be like a weird motorcycle podcast thing with our, our vast array of money-paying people. Tell them to take that. <laughs> Tell them we said take that. <laughs> Speaking of which, other uh, podcasts. Well, this isn't a podcast. This oh. is Jorge stalking girls because mm-hmm. that's uh, what Jorge does. Yeah. So it's motorest.com, a women's motorcycling magazine. Yeah. The only online women's motorcycle magazine of its kind devoted to women motorcycle enthusiasts of all ages and styles. Of its kind in this case means where they're wearing clothes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the I other kind just, is all over the place. I thought it was just fairly clever marketing to mm-hmm. be able – because we could say that the Wheel Nerds are the only online motorcycle podcast of its kind – In Jack's basement. Devoted to this. Whatever it is we do. Right. Here. Only. Only. Yeah. Exclusive. So we've got the, the Girls Bike Podcast and the Girls, Girls Online magazine. Motorcycle Magazine. Cool. I think it can – I'm feeling threatened. Why? Chuck, you're, you're, you're thinking about this all wrong. You know how you love to buy gear for yourself and you're a total gear whore, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The more women motorcyclists there are, the more demand there is for stuff for women motorcyclists. Yeah. That means when your daughter is older, you'll be able to buy gear for yourself to gear whore and you'll be able to buy gear for your daughter to gear whore. No, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I've made your day. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it too. <laughs> for Iris. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's see. That's cool. Good luck to them. Yep. And uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I hear uh, hipsters are buying bikes. Hipsters are buying bikes. And I hope they're not listening to this. I gave them cards. Did you? Hi, Tyson. Hi, hipsters. <laughs> Wait, I wonder if it's the Tyson I used to work with. He was definitely a hipster. Uh, he was know. kind of a dude with curly hair. Nah. Looked like he probably skied and did sweet tricks in the park. No. 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 This guy's got gauged earlobes mm-hmm. and a lot of tattoos. Mm-hmm. Works at eBay. Mm-hmm. Could Am I him. giving away too much personal information? Hi. Hi. <laughs> so I, I sold the Thruxton. Yes, you did. I needed money. Spooky. Um, so how, how'd that go? I mean, we, we, we made fun of your ad a little bit. Yeah, my ad was very minimal. Yep, very minimal. And it was taken at a Beamer dealership to make it look like not stolen. Yep. Uh, I was getting calls right away. Cool. The first guy called like this. Yeah, I, I just saw your ad for the production, and it's really cool, and I want to buy it. Really? Well, that's great. I mean, you're okay with the price? Yeah, the price is really good. In fact, it's like three grand better than what I just paid BMW for my Thruxton. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> so, I'm going to go there tomorrow and see if they'll take it back. If they do, uh, buy yours. Is that cool? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he showed back up. <laughs> I want. I want to return this. <laughs> he, he he was nice enough to call back and be like, "Yeah, they want to take it." <laughs> Do you know how? You know, actually, I bet those. I bet those uh, impulse by hip motorcycles like that, the ones that appeal to. I'm just going to totally throw this out. Uh, Middle aged dudes. Um, why are you grinding your molars like that? Um. <laughs> so. <laughs> Those bikes probably get a lot of attempted uh, returns, a lot of buyer's remorse. <laughs> a lot of wives trying to sell them at the same time. Okay, you can stop that now. It's creeping me out. 
It's kind of making my teeth hurt. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, sold this Ruxton. Not to that guy. Not to that guy. I couldn't remember. I thought there was like a, a cool, wasn't there like some sort of cool down period in Utah for buying new? Not that I'm aware of. No, okay. I'm trying to imagine if I'd showed back up at the Strom. They're like, I decided I don't want this anymore. And they were like, <laughs> oh, 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 wait, no, okay. <laughs> no, get out. <laughs> the guy was so earnest, I can only imagine he went back and was like, hey, yeah, um, could you take this bike back? Because I found one for like three grand less. <laughs> and they're like, uh, uh, get out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make us use the ejector. Right. So uh, the next guy called up and was like, hey, I saw the bike. and It looks really cool. And, you know, I want to buy it. Okay, like, cool. cool. Nice. Him and his friend show up at the house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they were going to do a loan. He was going to do a loan on the bike. Mm-hmm. So he did not have money in his hand. Mm-hmm. And he said, can I take it for a ride? And I, I, I made a judgment mm-hmm. call. Okay. Just because I'd been talking to him for about 15, 20 mm-hmm. minutes and made a judgment call and I let him take it for a spin. Mm-hmm. Um, I was glow clenched up the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, he came back and he's, and I'm like, do you want the Corbin seat with it? And he's like, no, it's not, I'm going to, he, he was going to definitely cafe it out, like murder uh, it out cafe style with the really flat profile seat and stuff, uh, black it out. Uh, he kind of had a similar mind idea in mind what I was going to do with, I was mm-hmm, going to black sure. out the pipes and everything. Yeah. So he was cool that, you know, went down to his bank and, you know, I took the title because the bank wants to see it. Mm-hmm. And the bank guy's like processing. He's like, oh, that's funny. The VIN number is different on the title than it is what we put on the loan application. Oh, that's weird. I'll just correct that. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yeah, that's, that's cool. Okay, cool, cool. And we sign. I get my check. We go our different ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been getting a lot of calls from um, computers saying they will sell my bike, for my recreational vehicle for me. Well, that's fantastic. What a deal. And they will get me full asking price. I only need to press one to be connected to a live person. That's going to be illegal real soon. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, Lucky not, you. Not soon Robots. Enough. And then it's weird. The guy that bought my bike called me back. The, the, what? Yeah. And he's like, hey, you know, it turns out um, the VIN number on your title doesn't match the VIN number on the bike. What? <laughs> I was like, really? What do you mean? Oh, I should mention, I said this guy works at eBay. Uh-huh. He works in the fraud investigation. Oops. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, so uh, not stolen. Not stolen. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe I might have said that on the phone. No, it's not stolen. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Click. Remember when we were comparing tattoos? <laughs> we're friends, right? <laughs> oh, man. So he brought, he, so he brought it back? <laughs> no, he's like... This is what this is what it is from my end. Mm-hmm. I have a motorcycle and a title. They're not related to each other. <laughs> oh man! So I was like, okay, you know, I I I could be the dick move here and say, ha ha, your problem. But you guys know where I live, so hold on, I'm gonna call the DMV. <laughs> called a nice person at the DMV, and the mm-hmm. guy's like, tell me what your problem is again. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I got this bike, and the title doesn't match the bike. He's like, it's stolen. <laughs> I got it from the Beamer dealership. No. I was like, oh, the, the lien hold the loan company sent me the title, and everything's right on it except the VIN. And uh, the guy's like, all right, let me look. 
Fortunately, he had looked in the DMV records. They had the correct VIN. Oh. So it looked like when they were, whoever was typing out my fucking title. <laughs> I spilled my soda. Yep. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to go sell this bike on Craigslist. <laughs> it, I probably blew a blue fuse while I was jamming some amps into it. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Okay. So, well, that that that's good, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, nice. The moral of the story: that it sold, you know, within a couple of days, mm-hmm. and I, I, I needed the money, and I, I've got space in, in the garage and, mm-hmm. and some money, so you know, all's well that ends well. Mm-hmm. Except I'm sure the guy that bought from me is like, that dude is such a crook, so sketchy. <laughs> so, what's his eBay? So account? sketchy. <laughs> Product not as advertised. <laughs> Smells of Chuck. Reeks of Chuck. <laughs> The funny part is if he works in fraud, he probably works with our friend John. He might. He was talking about, you know, how they cooperate with the police and stuff. To- <laughs> just to scare the crap out of you. So get me the real title, jerk. No, well, this was all just why we were making idle chatter. Mm-hmm. Before he knew you were a crook. Yeah, before he knew I was, it was stolen. Not stolen. No. <laughs> still- <laughs> <laughs> but I still have the verses. Yes. And I put side racks on it. Cool. Yeah, the happy trails. Mm-hmm. So... Cool. And I've got the rear. And yeah, everything's life is good. We need to do something with that bike now that it's ready for a trip. Yeah, we need to do some stuff with the bike. What should we do with it? If only there was some sort of rally going. Some sort of, you know, photo Lazy rally. Lazy dork rally for people who can't really take a lot of time off. Oh, if only there was a good excuse I could say, take that, the pace. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's right. The pace has a rally going on. We went ahead and promoted it on ours because, as we talked about before, it's not like we're competing for any income in the motorcycle podcast business. But if they wanted to share part of that burrito with us, you know. Yeah, we could, you know, just, just like the end bit, you know, where the extra tortilla oh, is. Oh, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. Sauce. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, uh, we're going we're gonna to enter the Paces Rally. Oh, okay. Let's, we- uh, let's, let's check the application and let's uh, fill it out. Okay, so to register, we're going to email, blah, 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 boring, boring, boring. Include the following in the email. First and last name, Todd and Chuck. And is our middle name. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty weird that way. Yeah, it's very strange. Nickname. Oh, this will be our team name. Yes, our team name. Uh, let's see. What should we call ourselves? Maybe the guys who ride a lot. The wheel nerds. No, this is boring. Take Uh-oh. that, the pace. <laughs> Solid. So our name will be Take That The Pace. We're going to have to race our own listeners to see who gets that because it would really be a shame if some of our listeners were to register with names very similar to that, wouldn't it? Right, like Take That To The Pace or Take That Also The Pace Yes. or Take That The Pace, haha. Pay The Pace, comma, Take That. It would be weird if a bunch of people signed up with those names. Yes, it would. Really weird. Very. Are you doing it yet? Especially if, if we win. <laughs> Email address. Wheelnerds at gmail.com. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Optional. A link to your blog, post, photo site, Twitter, anything else you'd like us to include. We'll make a landing page on Wheelnerds. Wheelnerds slash Wheelnerds is better than the pace.html. <laughs> okay. We'll just do take that. Oh, yeah. Even better. Yeah, yeah. Take that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Let us know if you want to keep your real name secret in case you happen to be Batman. Well, my, as we all – clearly, we're, we've been in this entertainment media thing mm-hmm. for a while. Yes. We're smart enough to know not to use our real names. My real name is not actually Chuck. 
Mm-hmm. And yep. yours is clearly not Todd. Nope. So we're not. okay with going by Todd mm-hmm. and Chuck. Yep, we are Todd and Chuck. I'm actually Todd and he's Chuck. Yeah, it's complicated. Yeah. We, we, we were both trying to think of fake names and all we could come up with is with each other's because we're very uncreative. Uh, yeah, funny that way. Okay, we're going to make a placard. They uh, blah, 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 placard number and make sure it's large enough with anything you want. They have one with a big paste podcast. Oh, logo. that's got to go. That's got to go. That's going. Yep, email, blah, 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 <laughs> boring shit, boring shit. Uh, let's see, team number, take that, the pace. Good, okay. Well, I think they're going to give us one, right? They'll give us the name or the number. Yes, yes, we've got give the us name, the but number. you know, we'll just tape over the number. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, and then we'll we got to sure. take pictures and send, uh, take pictures with the words uh, "Take that the pace 2013" mm-hmm. and uh, only mail them the in. words "Take yeah. that the pace 2013." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Won't photograph for email with the name of the bonus category that you're claiming. Blah blah blah. And so you know, do we have to listen to their podcast to find out what the scoring is? I I uh, not it. Damn it. <laughs> Prizes will be awarded the top three point earners. We will we will give Wheel Nerd stickers to anybody who finishes in the top three. <laughs> as long as you display as some Wheel Nerd's paraphernalia or some variation on take, take that. that the pace. If you can get that in there. That's right, we're hijacking your rally. Hi hi, hi Chris. Hi James, how's it going, guys? We're like Hans from Die Hard. <laughs> Hello, Mr. American Cowboy. Now we have your rally. You will give us our explosives. <laughs> so look for exciting uh, adventures from Team Take That the Pace <laughs> coming soon to the Paces Rally near you. Uh, we do recommend you check it out because it does actually look like fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we'll try to do it. So all of our classified ads lead me to point something out, Chuck. What? Is that it's buying time. Buyer beware. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, early spring and time to – it's finally riding weather here. Never stop me. Shut up. Well, you know, as Claire pointed out, you're driving. Uh-uh. It's got three wheels. That's not riding. doesn't uh-uh. count. Claire's right. I'm with Claire on this. Claire, write this date down in your calendar. I am agreeing with you. Wow. Spooky. I feel dirty. Mm. But, yeah, it's uh, buyer beware time. So – don't forget, if you're going to go check out a bike, make sure people know where you are, especially if it's sketchy. <laughs> Don't go alone. And remember that whatever bike you're looking at is not the bike you have to buy. Oh, yeah. If there's something that doesn't feel right about it, if something doesn't look right about it, or just doesn't blow your skirt up, just walk away. There will be others. Yeah. Especially now, because everyone's going to be trying oh, to dump their bike yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Everybody's trying to dump their bikes. They're like, I want to get a new bike, and i got to pay some fines. My wife posted an ad on the internet selling my bike. <laughs> Now, most of those ads I wouldn't advise responding to, but the ones where the wife is selling it, like we said, you might get a good deal. <laughs> and make sure that the bike has the VIN number that matches the title because, you know. Yeah, weird. I guess you want to – you know, I had gotten the, the title straight back mm-hmm. from the lien holder, the loan yeah. company. Stuck it in a file box, never Didn't looked at it. Didn't even look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Spooky. Yep. You're that guy. I'm that guy. Yeah. Check it out mechanically too. Uh, Mark Zimmerman's book. Which we've recommended Motorcycle before. maintenance, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has a section in it actually about buying bikes and checking them out. Oh, okay. If it's, you're not knowledgeable yourself, uh, grab a Todd and take him with you. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm doing a lot of work with that lately. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> a lot of coworkers, they're like, hey, uh, I'm going to go look at a bike. Can you come and help? Or, you know, Chuck or Claire or almost anybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go to uh, – if you're new to bikes, go to beginnerbikers.com and, you know, you post about the bike. It's .org, actually. .org. Beginnerbikers.org. 
yeah, post about the bike, see what you think. There's some good advice on there too about what to look for when you're buying a used bike. Yeah. Actually, Dale was talking about, you know, you see some of these people coming in with these real rad ass bikes and they talk about how much they paid for them and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> and I'm wondering, you know, is there is there money in a service of check out the bike for me? I guess I just don't see it being profitable, but. You know, it's. Yeah. It's your time, right? Mm, yeah. Like. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. Maybe if you could like tie that into BRC solo BR private BRC classes or something. Yeah, uh, maybe it could be. Yeah, charge could do full that. price. Do, that. do they frown on that or? Probably. Yeah, yeah. I'll just have to keep doing it for my friends and stuff. If you do bring a friend, by the way, um, make sure they know anything. Yeah, if they know lo- that as can, little or less than you, then that it, can backfire horribly. It doesn't help. This bike is awesome. You should buy it because the pipes are huge. Look, it's got a Corona sticker on it. We could jam more amps into it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll be like, I know you. <gasps> oh my God, the wheeler toward me. Sam. Boy, come back. I know I'll have a ride back. I'm going to pay my fines. <laughs> yes so check it check it out with a knowledgeable friend and make sure they're actually knowledgeable yeah you know look try to find more than one model of your the bike you want and it's actually a good idea too you know kbb it look for the prices mm-hmm. you know kbb will tend to be a little high not it'll tend to be a little low the real price tends to end up in the middle somewhere mm-hmm. you know depending on the state of the bike and don't be afraid to pass one up because it is a pile of crap yeah because there'll be another bike very soon wait unless, for it and unless you're looking for like a buell ulysses or something yeah good luck with that yeah. On the other hand, if you're trying to buy a Honda 750 or uh, a, a CBR 600 Honda pile of crap Superport Caf- Cafe Racer, well, those are impossible to find. You'll have to pay the 4500 for one of those. <laughs> yeah. By the way, don't pay 4500 for any bike that old. <laughs> Remember that a bike that old is that old. It may be in amazing shape, but it is that old. Yeah, I mean, would you want to date a girl that's uh, from 1976? The answer is no. Oh, okay. In case you're wondering. (laughs) I'm going to get angry emails. Angry emails. Angry emails now. Yeah, keep it. Keep in mind the age. Keep in mind the other thing that I, I find people get really hung up on is like, oh, does that seem like high mileage? You know, twenty thousand, thirty thousand miles. I'm like, no, the engines aren't made to any lesser tolerances than a car, unless it's Ural. Um, <laughs> in which case, you know, twenty thousand miles means the person has actually ridden it, mm-hmm. which means they probably have some vague concept of what's going on. That's interesting because in my head, I actually want a bike that's – if I'm going to buy a used bike, Mm -hmm. I want something in the 10 to 15 range. That's a pretty good range too. I mean it depends on the age quite frankly. Mm. You know, but I – the ones with 3,000 – if you got the same bike and looks about the same condition, one with 3,000 and one with 10,000 miles on it, I'd be very tempted to go for the 10,000 mile one unless the other one's just a screaming deal. Yeah, because the 3,000 one, it's kind of – I mean, it's borderline bacon breaking period. Yeah, I mean, it's just sat all that yeah. time too. You know? Yeah, if it's if it's like four years old, motorcycles don't die riding; they die sitting. Mm. That's that's clever. I like that. Yeah, well, that's how it goes. I mean, you know, if you ride it all the time, my Ural's been largely problem free when mean, I'm riding it all the time. You mean like sitting seventeen years with gas in them? 
Uh, good example. <laughs> yes. Yes, good example. It's I'm thinking of Project Bike. I'm thinking of Matt's bike, the Radiant. Okay. Bargain of the century in amazing shape. You know, it's a it's an eighties bike, but it was not for forty five hundred dollars, I could tell you that. But uh, you know, bargain of the century in amazing shape, cheap bike, and it'd been sitting, so it couldn't start. Mm. Which, you know, me being knowledgeable enough, I could say, okay, this bike will start as soon as the battery's charged, but I don't need to tell anybody else that. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, maybe you should give us a bargain. Maybe you could get the price down. <laughs> Man, this bike doesn't start. Oh, no. Ew, I'm bad. This is terrible. Oh, I take it to a mechanic and everything. I don't know anything about, oh, did a wrench just fall out of my pocket? That's weird. <laughs> oh, I, I had the socket set get in here. <laughs> oh, my God, a gap gauge. <laughs> I mean, what's that? That's a, I mean, yeah, it's a coin. This is my POC collection. <laughs> <laughs> yes, always bring a knowledgeable friend. They will know what to look for. There are common things used bikes always have that you want to look for. Like fork what? seals are the big one. Fork seals, okay. They're easy to check. You bounce the front forks, and if a little ring appears, then the fork seal is shot to shit. Okay. It's not going to be super expensive, 100 and change. Okay. Um, How vital it, to you is a test ride? Hmm. Depends on the bike quite honestly. Um, a bike in amazing shape. Um, it's a bargain of the century that seems legit. I'd want at least here to run. I mean, don't don't ever buy a bike unless you've heard it run. Right. You know. And yeah, that's what I did for every bike I've sold is at least start it. Yeah. They, you got to at least hear the bike run, preferably from a cold start. Incidentally, if you're selling a bike and can demonstrate that it starts from a cold start, knowledgeable buyers would be like, oh, okay, he's actually legit. Because mm-hmm. the, the the trick a lot of people use is they'll, if it's a real bugger, they'll warm it up before you get there. And they're like, oh, it starts no problem. <laughs> it's not a trap. <laughs> Except they won't put in that last part. It'd mm-hmm. be nice if they did. It'll be implied. It would be yeah, their eyebrows are kind of going up and down. <laughs> up and down, wugga 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 wugga. That's the it's not a trap signal. <laughs> yeah, someone's gonna be like following our advice. Is this a trap? <laughs> yeah, well, there, there's there's a few things also that are commonly people get all wound up about, but aren't that big a deal. Driveline components, chain and sprockets. Yeah, you change those. You change those. Now, on the other hand, if you're the person buying the bike, you can be like, oh gosh, the chain and the sprockets are very broken. That won't be expensive. Tires. Tires, tires shot to crap. Yeah. Tires that have a lot of tread on them but are old. The year, by the way, is stamped on the side of the tire that it's made. Mm-hmm. Uh, tires that are too old, more than like five years or so, or I that show any signs of cracking, they're trash. You just they don't even ride on them and throw them out. Yeah. So, hey, you know, that's a couple hundred dollars of investment. At least, depending so, on the bike. Definitely negotiating. Yes, negotiating room. Mm-hmm. You know, electrical, broken crap, frankly, dents and minor scratches aren't even worth bringing up. If it looks like it's fallen on its... Look look for a pattern of scratches on one side. Particularly if they say never bend down because they're full of it. <laughs> that's, like, the, that, that's one of the first things I always look for is I'm looking for like a scratch on the tank and one on the handlebar end and one on the cowling on the back. And I'm yeah. like, huh, what happened here, I wonder? Or on the engine cover. Or on the or, engine cover. Yeah, 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 all on one side. Yeah, that, yeah. that means it's fallen over. And if slightly they say otherwise, bent, walk away. Slightly bent uh, shift or uh, yeah, brake. Yeah. Or the, the, the nub on the end of the clutch is broken off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, generally speaking, if anyone if they lie to you about anything, just walk away. Yeah, it's not worth anything. It. There's at all. there's so many bikes, used bikes out there. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. Buy it from someone honest because the other nice thing about buying from someone who's cool and honest, if you call them a couple months later and you're like, hey, um, this thing is going on. Do you know what that is? Did this ever happen to you? 
half the time he'd be like, oh, yeah, that's the you know, yeah, thing, wheels yeah. loose or whatever. And, you know, you might actually make a friend in the process. Or if you're hypothetically to call them the next week and be like, hey, did you know your title doesn't have the right VIN for your bike? Yeah. Someone who lied to you, you might not answer their phone. It might be disconnected. Beep, 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 beep. It's your problem, bro. The number you have dialed is no longer in service. <laughs> why aren't you going to help me? Fuck you. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It, it, buy from people who are not lying to you and, you know, pass it up if it's crap. Yeah, if you don't get a good feeling or any kind of, you know, something, anything seems sketchy about it, just walk away. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. It's just a bike. Yeah, I had, I've had a couple sketchy purchases. I looked at an intruder back when I bought the GS. It's an intruder 800 and the lady was a little weird to say the least. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, so do you have the title stuff? She's like, I have this payment booklet and whatever. And I'm like... <laughs> Yay. And I'm talking to my bank and they're like, okay, so we looked it up and the bike is, wait for it, a lease. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lease. I was like, you, no, uh, she's like, no, really, this is the thing. I'm like, it, it can't be a thing. Well, apparently the, the, she really- gave me a payment book and everything. I got the book and, and then no tittle. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so so apparently this thing was on a lease, and it was like I had to pay extra money to get it, buy it out of this lease because the terms of the lease are terrible. Because this is Utah, and there's no usury laws, so all the sketchy, sketchy pawn shops and things on State Street can do these ridiculous, like just horrible loan things. You can get a bike on a lease. Uh, that was my reaction. <laughs> I'm like, uh Who leases a motorcycle? Who leases a motorcycle? Uh, you know, I'm sure it looked great. It was like. Your payments will be really cheap, and you, you won't own a bike. But, you know, it'll be great. 50 bucks a month, and you'll be, like, trolling down state on this baby. Mm-hmm. She's an old lady, which is funny. Um, Your husband will be trolling down state on this baby. Man, I don't know. You'll be trolling down state with your little yappy dog on the back. <laughs> it'll be sweet. <laughs> so I ran like hell from that one. Nice who, bike. Who did they lease it from? I don't know. I don't even recognize the company. It was like a sketchy, like, brown and black lease book. So don't lease them, by the way. <laughs> That's... I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm... I know. I... No. I know. Well, and I've had I've had weird buyers, too. I had the guy who bought the Volusia, and it was back up for, like, two grand more in weeks. With bedazzler beads on the seat and saddlebags. <laughs> and the fancy custom trunk that I had had made and TIG welded and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah gone. <laughs> well, sold Just it. like in a heap next to the bike. Oh. I'm like, I'm going to murder you. I could have sold that to any number of people who would have enjoyed it at a loss. I wouldn't care. <laughs> I know. I bought the old Harley trunk. I restored the old Harley trunk. I put a lock on it. I built and designed the damn thing on the back. By the way, if anybody needs a uh, rack designed to put a trunk on the back of a Volusia, I, I have one. Um, and then he trashed it. <laughs> and he trashed it. Wow. I mean, it powder coated. It was beautiful. It looked like it was made for the bike. Wow. And it could, you know, you could jack the bike up on it. It was so strong. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was the weird sketchy buyer. That was weird. Nice guy, but you know, he was like, he had Corvettes and Harleys and bikes going in and out of his house nonstop. Mm. Hi, Bob. <laughs> so this yeah, this was his sideline. I don't know, man. Get it, bedazzle it, sell, sell it. it. Yep, profit. Mm-hmm. Strippers and coke. Mm-hmm. We've got a listener submission. Do we? A uh, 
what, what do we call it? The random internet uh, real nerd correspondents un- that are paid. Yeah. Those guys. Them. Okay. Yeah. So we got one. Hey, guys. Rob from North Carolina here. Hi, Rob. Just wanted to share a couple of thoughts with you. I, I love your show. Um, we love it, too. And I thought I, I'd share my thoughts about the current motorcycling culture and see what you all had to say. You know, I've been riding for a long time. I started out with a Suzuki GS500, had a Bandit 1200. I switched over to BMWs, had a bunch of Airheads, 79R100S, GSPD, a couple oil heads, and I I ride in a BMW 1150 right now. So you can conclude he's old. And so, you know, as a BMW rider, I'm no stranger to dorky motorcycle practices, okay? (laughs) But... You know, I think with this current crop of never has been, never will be that uh, sit around reading the ADV rider all day, we've really stepped over the line. You know, like the GoPro camera, okay? What the fuck is up with the plastic box on your head? You know, it used to be that you'd pull up beside some mom in a minivan and, you know, even if you were a dork on a BMW, chances are you were wearing your black leather jacket and you had your helmet on. He's old. And, you know, she looked old. over and you looked at you and you were a biker dude. Now she looks over and there's some jackass with a plastic box on it. Hey, guys! <laughs> guys! And, you know, she's thinking, is, this, is he filming me? Why does he have a plastic box on his head? And here's the other thing. Nobody cares unless somebody's paying you to put their brand on the back of your helmet, chances are you got nothing that I'm interested in. What if it said okay, beer? I, I take that back. <laughs> there is one thing I'm interested in. If you're that guy that goes out and buys the brand new Gigantor dual sport and you take it out on your first dirt road and you run 100 miles an hour down the dirt road and you bin it and you fly 100 feet and your bike bursts into a billion pieces, okay. I do want I to see that. that. That'd be kind of cool. But you know what? Other than that, keep it to yourself. I want to see you bid. Taking pictures of food. Okay, that was When weird. did that become a thing? I, I it like used to be that food. you'd take your helmet off, I you like and your buddies food. would walk into the restaurant, I'm I'm hungry scope right out now. where the cute waitresses section was, go sit down, order your food, have a cute beer, waitresses. have a good Damn time. Them? Now we're yeah. taking pictures of our food. And hosting them for other people to look at. And somebody's looking at them. And saying like. And we're commenting on it. <laughs> and the food is arranged nicely and it has a pleasing color palette. That's actually called presentation. It's a big part of culinary school. Well, yeah, you're the foodie. Rob's not a foodie. Rob no, says, fuck you, foodie. That's my thoughts for right now. I'll quit. I could go on and on. but With a lot yeah, more fuck you foodies. interested to hear what you guys think. Later. What do you think, foodie? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Presentation's a big deal at culinary school because, you know, you go to a diner and it's like, here's uh, here's fries and a cheeseburger. Have a nice day. At culinary school... Wait, wait. I got to take a picture of that. Yeah, right. Exactly. You go you go to a fancy restaurant and, and studies have shown people... The, you know what it is? It's because people are fucking stupid. <laughs> no, really. Because people will talk better about a restaurant and enjoy a restaurant more if the presentation is nice. There have been a jillion studies about this, and that's why they teach it in culinary school. Now, taking pictures of your food, apart from like when my wife posts recipes on her blog yeah. and says, this is the recipe, and this is what it looks like when it's done. Don't you want to try making this recipe? That kind of makes sense. Taking pictures of, I ate this cheeseburger and it gave me the farts. 
No. Well, you know, if you're if you're traveling, he's talking about you know your your armchair mm-hmm. riders. But you know, if you're tra- you know traveling somewhere, you're someplace new, someplace you're not likely to come back to anytime soon, mm-hmm. like uh, Provo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> then you know you you find something that's. This is green jello with carrots in it. Right. You take a picture of it because no mm-hmm. one's going to believe that shit. Okay. That's that's fair. I guess if you like caught your own and are cooking up the fish, that might be a good picture. But it's really – it's not the fish. It's the person cooking the fish, I guess. So I don't it's, know. It's all about it. memories. Yeah, capturing memories. Sure. But why do you need to share it with other people? Because fuck you. That's why. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> I, uh, just let me take a picture of my drink and the empty shot glass and also of my balls. And we'll email that one to you. You're going to need a, a bigger Zoom lens. Not funny. <laughs> I've had sex once that I can prove. So there. Which is just as many as you can prove. Uh, I know. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. you think Rob has a point? You know, I think he does. I think there's that. They, I guess the problem is it's hard to give the armchair people a hard time unless they're giving other people a hard time. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, enjoying everyone... reading it. That's okay. Everyone's Whatever. got dreams. Yeah, I think it's the the people who get all. You have to do it this way, or you suck. Yeah, it's the people who get all up in other people's grill about it. Yeah, you know, if you're happy buying your bike and riding it back and forth to Starbucks, great, knock yourself out. That's cool. You know, it's funny that Bob brings up the GoPro thing because mm-hmm. <laughs> I just bought a camera rig. Yeah, f- for use uh, when we we ride again. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's an interesting idea. It's a third person camera rig. Like on the end of a stick? On the end of a stick. Oh, yes. Okay. It goes into your backpack or something. Uh-huh. And, yeah. And it basically floats behind your helmet. Uh-huh. This sounds intensely dorky. Hi, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got the one that goes on the side of my helmet, but I thought I, I had fun with that. I, the video I made of our trip was a good time. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking, you know. If you... I missed you hitting the rabbit, which is a real shame. Shut up. You know, when we go on our next trip, you'll have the the helmet mount, and mm-hmm. I'll have the the third person mount. You mm-hmm. know, we, we'll cool. get an interesting video out of it. Yeah, I mean, the, really, the key thing is again, what do you do with the video? Are you taking it for your own enjoyment? All right, great. Wear your dorky thing. Okay, come on, Rob. Seriously, they're riding beamers. Look like dorks anyway. We all look like dorks. You were just fooling yourself about the girl in the minivan. No, you totally, you totally look like a dork. It doesn't matter. Let us reassure you. We've never seen you. I can guarantee you, you look like a dork. Black leather jacket. Dork. You're on a beamer. Dork. Sorry. Major dork. (laughs) Welcome to Dorkville population. You. (laughs) Oh, man. And with that, we go to listener mail. Oh, boy. So Dennis wrote, someone suggested that I contact you guys for input. You should hunt them down and beat them. I currently have a BMW dork F650 1999, (laughs) and I've been having tons of problems with it. It has been costing me a small fortune to maintain it. I'm shocked. An F650? <laughs> I'm now looking to sell it and get a new bike. What is your opinion on the V-Strom versus the NC700X? I know the V-Strom has a huge following, but the major turn-on for the NC700 was that it gets 65 miles to the gallon in a weird fantasy world Honda built. I appreciate your opinion. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Well, uh, I, I got to say, if you're, if you're looking for easy, cheap fixing, I don't know anything about the NC700. X or any of them for that matter. I mean, the engine's relatively simple and it's got a long, 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 long history in Europe in various forms and the Duville and other unfortunately named bikes. Um, but it's got a lot of, especially if it's the one with the dual clutchy do. The whole, DCT, yeah. 
Yeah, your automatic whole clutch. working on it easy, cheap. Yeah, it's right right out the window. And uh, I'm not sure if it applies to all of the new ones mm-hmm. of this caliber yeah. brand, but uh, the one I saw had the uh, gas spigot under the seat. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's that, to, too. You had to take your seat off. That's the one he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you had to take your rear seat off to get off. So if you've got... If you've got baggage or a pillion, mm-hmm. it could be a little annoying. Why would you ever want to carry anything on a touring bike? Awkward mm-hmm. silence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, you know, the NC700 seems cool. I mean, apart from the fact that it's really ugly, but so is the Strom. Um, the V-Strom, frankly, is a really mature product here. Exactly. Uh, it's I, it's I, got a, not only a huge falling, but a huge aftermarket. Oh, my God. If you want it, some dork is building it or has built it. Probably and the latter. We'll sell it to you. Yes, indeed. I, I gotta, I gotta give the Strom the advantage here. It's and anything that goes wrong, someone else has fixed it, guaranteed. And they're just foaming at the mouth to tell you about it. Oh yes, in detail. Let me tell you about gear position sensors. With what pic- you could do is you get these connectors from the company in Japan, and then you wire it up with. I had, I had to. I'm sorry, the folks. Sorry. You okay? Are you back? Are you with uh, us? Yeah, I'm all right. All I'm right? good. All right. I'm good. <laughs> Ooh, what happened there? Nothing. Uh, okay. You blacked out. Okay. It was really weird. All right. I totally didn't hit you with this mug. Oh, good. But yeah, the uh, the, the, the V-Strom, if you want to do it, you can do it with the V-Strom. I, I, you know, two years from now when the NC700 is really kind of like come into its own and little tweaks have been worked out. Or has gone away because they couldn't sell it. Either way. Um, I'd say, yeah, at the moment. Quite honestly, you'll get the V-Strom. I mean, both of the bikes are going to be fun as crap. The V-Strom is going to get, if it's the 650, is going to get in the mid to high 50s. Yeah, unless I, you're just wailing it. I, I totally go with the, the V-Strom 650 over to NC. It seems it seems like an easy call. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, great. The, the fuel mileage, I mean, that's great. But uh, a, my, a motorcycle only holds so much gas. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, I think your, your, your incremental difference in fuel cost between the two compared to the pain in the butt of a brand new bike you can't get stuff for other than genuine Honda line accessories. Yeah, do do the Strom. Strom. Strom all the way. All right, next. And don't get factory anything for the Strom. Yeah, what he said. Uh, next up, we got Glenn from Fargo. Hey, mm-hmm. dudes, love the show. My Wii is patiently waiting in the garage in Fargo, North Dakota for the fucking negative fucking 40 asshole degree. This is a trap. <laughs> start, start again, and let's go in Utah special mode. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Hey, dudes. Love the show. My weed is waiting patiently in the garage in Fargo, North Dakota for the freaking negative freaking 40 bass hole degrees to freaking? fudging leaves so I can ride straight for an incredible amount of time. I put on 9,700 miles last year and only turned once. I went through two rear tires last year, both complete flat spotted down the middle. Anything outside of the center two inches of the tire looked brand new on both. I think he's trying to say there's not a lot of curbs in North I'm Dakota. I'm getting that. Getting yeah. That. Anyway, you pieces of, of shoot. shoot are keeping me pumped for writing, even though it is cold enough to freeze an emperor's duck. Naughty parts. Naughty part, but off. Which emperor? No one knows. And frankly, who knew if they had ducks? In the first place, am I saying there might be a woman emperor? Ha ha! Don't be silly. Freaking read, not smart people. Women can't vote. I am saying, however, that no one has a ding dong in this shite 
whole tundra in which we live. We procreate simply by getting drunk at a bar and throwing our gentleman relish at women we find the least hairy and dude looking. North Dakota is a dark place. I don't want to go. I mean, between this and the bikes that are for sale? I don't want to go. Hey, Glenn, we got a, we got a deal for you. <laughs> There's a bike for sale in Fayetteville. Uh, I think he's he's the one that sent us that. Oh, okay. You know what's interesting, though? What's that? The big, booming economic hotspot of this country? Mm. North, North Dakota. Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they've got all the, all the gas. They the have natural all. Natural gas things. They've got all the resources. Here's the problem. is You remember how the Rocky Mountain Trench looked like when we went through it through Big Piney? Yeah. Give North Dakota 20, 30 years. It's going to look like that. Yeah. Uh, so back to status quo. On the on the plus side, my friend lives in North Dakota, and he said McDonald's was paying fifty dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you know, unfortunately, that's because the cost of living is through the roof. I, he said it wasn't that bad. Really, I'm surprised. Yeah, he said it had caught up. Huh. But okay. you know, he lives in North Dakota, mm. <laughs> where else? the state tree is the telephone pole, <laughs> and the state bird is the mosquito. Oh. Christopher writes, any recommendations for good winter riding gloves that keeps hands warm, dry, and protect yet don't break the bank? Non-electric. Yes, and they're not gloves. Really? Yes. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> ATV hand mitts. All the way. 35 bucks. Yeah. Less you, if you get them on sale. You can take them on and off really easy. Especially if you cut holes in them and use duct tape on them, like Chuck. It worked. It totally did. Yeah. I cut mine and put duct tape on them. Yeah. Easy to get on and off. I don't have to take the stupid throttle cable off. Yeah. I'm lazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's been better than any glove I've tried. I got to agree. I've got a pair of the Olympia uh, uh, 8000 GTs or GTX or whatever. Uh-huh. And those are phenomenal gloves. I mean, absolutely great for the winter. But I got to say, I'm with you. I, they're great when I'm on the Strom where I don't have the hand midi things. Yeah. But, uh, boy... The hand middies are just – there's nothing that tops those things. They're I've got a fantastic. pair of – I don't even remember – I don't remember what manufacturer they are, but they're like Eskimo gloves. Mm-hmm. They're so hard to put on your hands. Your mm-hmm. pinkies never go in. Oh, wow. And yeah, the Olympias I've been pretty pleased with. They're big high gauntlets. They go you know halfway to your okay. elbow. Um, and they've got like three Velcro straps on them and not a lot of armor, but I mean they're so thick and they've got yeah, the thin they're slate. Thick. They're phenomenal. My, my uh, wife, girlfriend at the time – got them for me because she got sick of me whining about my hands on the way to work but if i if i had had the atv hand mitts at the time it would have been like eh, for my summer gloves yeah i mean the gloves are great but i much prefer the muffs oh the muffs are where it's at yeah oh man oh i just i wear the aero stitch leather gloves all year round. maybe now. combine those with some grip rollers yeah I, I haven't bothered honestly but you could I like it'd them. be a great combo. It's and it's it's cheap and it comes on and off and uh-huh. it's cheaper than any glove. Yeah, it totally is. And you know, then you can wear comfy gloves where you can feel the controls. So, yeah, yeah. Muffs. You know, it's it's funny you mentioned your girlfriend saying you whine about stuff when you're cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Chad writes, I now know what a Merkin is, thanks to you and Google. I am not sure that my life is better because of this newly acquired knowledge. You're welcome, Chad. <laughs> And just to prove Chad's point that he's not sure about knowledge being good or bad, I emailed him back pictures of us naked. Good. 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 I don't even know we if he's... respond to all our emails that way. <laughs> oh, sorry. Send us your emails, listeners. <laughs> it's not a trap. <laughs> Franco wrote us. Wait, what? 
Yeah, she wrote us. She didn't record anything. Franco, we only need you to record something so that our show sounds international and cosmopolitan. New show rule. Franca must record things. Yes, we, we that way we just don't sound like a couple of goobers in a basement. Carried unanimously. Hi, Chuck and Todd. Love the last show with the Adventure Trio. They were do so it with ref- the accent. I can't even begin to. <laughs> They're so refreshingly different. I love how they do their own thing. On a podcast about digital developments, I found the following... It's a study about how it analyzes likes on Facebook and their correlation to a variety of different personal attributes like age, gender, religious, and political views, and most importantly, intelligence. For example, for example, the best predictors of high intelligence include thunderstorms, the Colbert Report, science, wheel nerds, and curly fries. Whereas low intelligence was indicated by Sephora, I love being a mom, Harley Davidson, The Pace, and Lady Antebellum. <laughs> Hmm, they should have analyzed Triumph or BMW motorcycle. I bet that would have been associated with high intelligence. However, with Buell and Ural, I'm not so sure. What? I can't really argue with that. <laughs> of course, Triumph and BMW motorcycle are probably also associated with receding hairline. I bet there's a correlation there. Take that, the pace. Yeah. My hairline's not receding. Nope, it's not. I don't even have a Triumph anymore. That's why you're not allowed to buy a Ducati. <laughs> uh, Matt writes, hey, Will Nerds, I live in Pull You Up, Washington. Puyala. Pulai? Pull what? Puyala. Pull what? That. That. And just got back from a ride. Something happened to me that I think might be an interesting topic on the show. It has to do with aggressive drivers. <laughs> I was out riding and I was on a two lane road and was riding in the right lane. I had to merge over to the left lane so I could get into the left turn lane at the upcoming light about a quarter mile down the road. Mm -hmm. Flipped on my signals, did a head check, flipped everyone around me off, merged (laughs) over to the left lane. As soon as I check my mirrors, there is a stereotypical balding middle-aged male driving his black midlife crisis, a new Dodge Charger. Coming up fast behind me. I quickly head check and get into the turn lane, and he instantly changes lanes and gets into the turn lane tune. He stops with about five feet to spare behind me and starts inching forward until he's about a foot behind me. Maybe you thought you needed a push start. I look back, to which he flips me off. The light turned green, and with my eyes watching him, he tailgates me through the turn, and I see an opportunity to give it some throttle and pass the person in front of me. Oh, yeah! I then hear him lay on his horn. As I put some distance between him and I and pass another car. I was riding by myself. There were no businesses or populated spots to pull over in. And I figured if he didn't mind tailgating me that close and having no regard for my life and his car, pulling over on the side of a road might either make me a target. And I'm assuming he was pretty miserable with his life and didn't have much to lose. Overall, I feel like I made the correct decision. But every experience like this reminds me of how many split-second decisions had to be made when writing and how, at a lot of times, it seems as this, it's us against them. Anyways, my question is, have you ever, too, ever experienced instances of road rage on your motorcycles? If so, how did you handle them? And finally, what advice do you have to people who encounter similar situations? So, uh, I have experienced road rage on my motorcycle. You don't say. And I mean more, I've been the road rager. You don't say. To my detriment. 
Let's see. Let me tell you about the incident involving the group of Victory Riders. Wait, wait, wait. Everyone in this room who has had the presence of mind to give a finger to an 18-wheeler that was trying to run him off the road raised their hand. Hi. (laughs) Hi, Todd. (laughs) I was past him. (laughs) And I let him know that I love him very much. (laughs) Son of a... I, I, I will say that I haven't flipped anybody off in years um, because I finally realized that all the rage I was having on a motorcycle was basically just making me a target. Yeah. Allow me to relay a couple of examples. Okay. First and foremost, there was the time John had just moved into town and we went for a ride on Monte Cristo. Hi, John. And I was eager to do the ride and there was this pack of big cruiser riders. Uh-huh. And I was just like, I'm going to go fast and they're in my way. So what do I do? I start slaloming through them. <laughs> on a curving road on Monte Cristo, including riding the yellow line, ducking into their formation to avoid a car, and going on through. Now, now Claire's an easygoing guy. You know? Yeah. Oh, Claire was along this Claire ride. was along on this ride, too. He's an easygoing you guy, You did right? this in front of Claire. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so we got to the end, and we stopped. And, you know, how many times would you say you've heard Claire completely lose his shit? Never. I can count once. <laughs> it was it me. And the worst part of it is he's giving it to me and I'm like, wow, I pretty much deserve all of this. <laughs> what did John do? John kind of stood there in shock because he didn't really know either of us that well at that point. <laughs> he's like, I was amazed at how calm you were. I was like, well, here's the problem is he's kind of right. <laughs> so it's not like I could be a douche. Because you were already a douche. I was pretty much there. Um, yeah. So that wasn't so cool. Oh. And then, speaking of incidents that this one less directly involves Claire, I was over at Claire's house, and uh, I was helping him work on the uh, ST, because the thing's a nightmare to work on. Yeah. 20 pieces of Tupperware to change the It's bulb. a spaceship. Yeah, pretty much. So I was helping him work on that, and I was heading home, but all I had was my mesh jacket, so he loaned me a hoodie or whatever that didn't fit very well, so I was kind of cranky because it was tight, mm. so I'm a little larger than Claire. Well, um, Claire is fun-sized. Yes. So I'm, uh, I'm heading home, and I go through a light, and it's just turning yellow, and this douchebag in a billy car pulls out in front of me, and I just drop anchor with the horn blasting and uh, narrowly avoid uh, killing both of us by center-punching his driver's side door. <laughs> He's pulling out of the Kentucky Fried Chicken, I should note. Um, hey, there's nothing wrong with the original. Well, you know, at that point, I should have gone honk and let him get out of the way and gone my merry way. No. Yeah? I pulled around him, and I may have kicked his car on the way. What? Accidentally? Uh, not yes. so much. <laughs> Just say yes. Yeah, it was, it was You kicked his car? I kicked his car. I never heard this story. So I don't tell it a lot. You kind kicked of a guy's car? I kicked a guy's car. At what which were point you thinking? He, um, rawr. <laughs> I'm very angry. Uh, I will kick your car and nothing bad will come of this. You were on a motorcycle and you were thinking, hey, the 3,000 pound hunk of metal, I'll kick that. Yeah, I'll kick that. <laughs> so I kicked it. And then, uh, you know, I headed down the road with fortunately some traffic behind me. And then he came up in the uh, suicide lane in the middle, going really fast with his uh-huh. window rolled down. At which point he screamed you, something along the lines of, you motherfucker, you kick my car, I'll kill you, etc., etc., And threw a giant cup of uh, Biggie soda at me. 
Did he hit you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Snarl was very sticky for a while after that. <laughs> you, you, you got... <laughs> so, you got... <laughs> I got soda. <laughs> he threw soda at you? He threw soda at me. Which is fortunate for you. Yes, because the other thing he could have done is turned his wheel slightly to the right and just killed me outright. Right. Um, or, you know, had something else in the car heavier. Or went much, much faster. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, a thousand feet per second. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the moral of the story is uh, road rage doesn't help anyone go away from it. Don't do it yourself and don't don't get involved in it. Just leave. Wow. So I... Uh, the most I do is yell and give someone the finger and maybe shake my fist if I'm feeling ambitious. Mm-hmm. But I've not done that on the bike. That's, you know, I've always been in a car. In, in fairness, I was uh, I was much younger at the time. This was, you know, good five years ago. <laughs> Listeners, don't be taught. I, I don't even have good road rage stories like that. Well, have you ever been road raged against? No, no, hmm. not like that. I, I mean, other than, you know, we flip each other off and yell or something. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Well, the funny thing in that is, you know, you notice that every time road rage occurs, it begets more rage. The only good road rage story I have is my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, he was driving me back from summer camp because mm-hmm. I worked at a summer camp and he would come out every week, pick me up, drive me home. Mm-hmm. We're driving back and I don't even remember what the incident was. I think somebody cut somebody off, mm-hmm. but my dad and this guy are screaming at each other across cars on the freeway. <laughs> and my dad motions to the shoulder. <laughs> guy pulls over. Hey, boy. My dad pulls over behind him. Mm-hmm. Dude pops out of his car. He's skinny. He's got glasses. Five foot eight, maybe. Mm-hmm. Come, he's holding a wrench, and he comes <laughs> stomping toward our car. My dad, you've met my dad. Yeah, he's six foot tall, navy and, man with covered with tattoos. And this is twenty years ago, mm-hmm. thirty years ago. Unfolds himself out of our car. <laughs> <laughs> the guy stops, turns white, and kind of limply throws his wrench at my dad, <laughs> and it falls five feet short. <laughs> and then he turns around and runs back to his truck. <laughs> My dad runs after him, picks up, scoops up the wrench, doesn't stop, and throws the wrench through the back of his pickup uh, oh shell God. as he's you know squealing back onto the freeway. Wow! And then when I asked my dad about, it, I'm like, "Why'd you do that?" He said he forgot his wrench. I was giving it back. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Now, the common thing I keep seeing in all the road rage things, and I'll say in the last, you know, it's not like people have done any less things to try to kill me on the road. Sure. But, you know, after a while, I realized, you know, I can flip this person off and I can get all mad at this person, except A, they're probably not going to notice because they didn't notice me when they ran my (laughs) shit over. Secondly, you know what? The next guy's just going to do the same thing. And I'm just going to recognize it. I'm just going to not be there when this shit happens. And eh. I'm just, you know, I'm at a point where I'm just like, I'm on a motorcycle. They're not. Mm-hmm. I can recognize the difference in mass. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Well, the other thing that I, it's helped me get over a little bit is not just recognizing the difference in mass, but recognizing the difference in engagement. Mm. I mean, quite honestly, you as the motorcyclist are a cut above or you're dead. Um, that's kind of the options, realistically, mm-hmm. or injured seriously. I'm able to recognize the situation. I'm just going to say, yeah, 
yeah. you know what? That person has no friggin' idea. The most I've done is just honk at people. Yeah, I, I honk frequently, is usually fun. of, hello! Honking is, yeah, I mean, but... Honking is a good time. I, I Kicking the door, that's awesome. I didn't kick the door. I uh, Oh, what'd you kick? You kicked his headlight? I didn't break it. How did you kick his headlight? And I went around the front of the car. And kicked his headlight? Well, I didn't kick it hard enough to break it, unfortunately. <laughs> were Possibly you fortunately. Were you trying to break it? Maybe. <laughs> I'm not saying it was smart, quite the opposite. I'm lucky to be alive. <laughs> that reminds me of that Billy Lane story. He had like, uh, he welded a bracket for a hammer mm-hmm. that he said he would use to like knock people's mirrors off or yeah, something. Yeah. But then he went on and killed somebody who was on a scooter and he was driving. Hmm. Yeah. Irony. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't get, just, just, just right away. Just right away. Always the best. Avoid, the best yeah. is always right away. You know, in the case that Matt talks about um, with the road rage, one thing that works there is motorcycles can go faster than cars, and they can also stop faster than cars, generally mm-hmm. speaking. So, you know, you, especially you if you're in a big away. road. You can open up the get space. Get away forward, open up the space, get over to the right, and go in the breakdown lane and drop anchor for a minute. Mm-hmm. He'll blow by you, take a side street, and go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. You know? Leave. Don't kick his headlight. Don't, don't kick his headlight. <laughs> never heard this this is so awesome that's why i I don't tell the story does claire know this story he does now he does now i don't know (laughs) that that will forever go down in a life of really really stupid things what have you learned this week todd Uh, i've I've learned you should just ride away i learned that i wouldn't like you when you're angry (laughs) that's all we got time for this week until next week i'm todd And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone, and don't kick headlights. We'll see you next week.